Hello, everyone. I'm Danny. And I'm Darcy. Yay, she said it this time. I remember doing it myself. This is the short show. It's already going to be a good show. like it this week. It's really (laughs) feeling like it. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful time with your family. Hopefully you all get some lovely little spankings. Um, So we're drinking currently. We are because it's been a week. It it has been a week. And so we're recording this whilst drinking and we're feeling pretty good about that. Hopefully it'll make it more entertaining. (laughs) It probably won't. (laughs) This one should be entertaining. This one is not like like a downer, you know, so I thought it would be good to kind of, you know, keep it. Keep it mixed up a little bit here. And you probably know a lot about what I'm going to talk about, which I didn't. And there was a lot to be able to cover. So I only have like a little bit. So I'm actually hoping that, I mean, like a little bit in regards to like the things that have taken place. So I'm hoping Mm. that you will have the ability to chime in on some things that I didn't get to cover because I just didn't want it to be like four hours long. Oh shit, that puts a lot of pressure on me. You haven't even told me what yeah, you're doing. So I know. Completely- you, I know. It's so exciting. I feel like now I have to poop. Like I'm so nervous. Okay. You're going to, yeah. Did your sphincter go whoop? A little bit, yeah. I'm not going to lie. My dog bit. is being a douche. She, what did she just do? Did, did you she? Did she also shart? What? What are you doing? Good Lord. No, she's like, our- I want water and food. And she's like <laughs> scratching at her bowl. And then something just fell. Like she knocked something over. She's this is already going south. Pounds. <laughs> I love oh, it. Jesus. She ain't getting it until I'm done. I can tell you that much. I ain't giving like, you I that. love you, but you eat plenty of our food. Right? To her. Can you hear her? Hold on. Oh, I can. That's drama. Do you hear that? Oh my God. She is telling you something. No. Do you know what she's doing? She's afraid of the cat. Oh, so she's well, same. Because the cat is in the vicinity. <laughs> Listen, I've never anyway. had a nice cat, so I completely understand. Well, my cats are nice, except the uh, one of them. She's nice to every person, but she is like, she must have had some sort of experience with dogs because she's not like the biggest fan of my dog, although my dog's mm-hmm. never done anything to her. But she'll like bat at her and stuff. And she's gotten her a couple times, like when she was new to the house. But now she just kind of like Stella will walk by and she'll like, bat. And still is like, ah. See, that's <laughs> what I mean. Cats are just dicks. They're just yeah, giant they're kind of dicks. dicks. Yeah, mine aren't. They really aren't. But I always, I, before I had these cats, I felt the same way. And I was like, cats are like um, Gabe from Pet Cemetery. Yes. You know, when he's like under the bed and like the old man's walking by and he's like, slice Achilles tendon. Yes. It's like that. That is cats. That is all cats that I've yeah. ever had. Yeah. <laughs> mine too, up until these ones. So, but anyway, okay. So. We are going to do this episode on the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, shit. Do you know about it? I have heard about it, but I haven't done a lot of research on it, so I may not be able to contribute as much as you're hoping. Yeah, the good thing is there's parts of it that you may have, like the the certain things that have been seen or whatever that don't, you know, you've probably heard of elsewhere, too. So, yeah. But anyway. um, Any hoodles. It's pretty cool. And since it's uh, relatively local, I definitely want to try to go at some point. We have to What's, try to go. What are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, I know. Ugh, Fuck Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it's in this tiny little starfish butthole. Yeah, it comes every year. We can just go to the Bridgewater Triangle. <laughs> no. Let's see you guys. We're going to find Bigfoot. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner with him. 
Oh my god, we should bring him turkey. How cool would that be? He'd be probably so pumped. Like every, he's probably like nobody exactly. likes me. They're all exactly. just scared and they run away. I feel pretty confident that I can befriend just about anything that's not completely human. Or a baby. Yeah, oh god, those are terrifying. Yes, that is also accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I like pretty much everything. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, like humans and babies, not my thing. But any type of animal <laughs> or like partial fur? animal. <laughs> and it's like still not human, because they're definitely humans with fur, but uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so <laughs> The Bridgewater Triangle is a 200-square-mile region in southeast Massachusetts, and it has a vast history of paranormal, sinister or evil, um, and strange activities. So um, this is an area, huh? I said right up my alley. Yeah, I know, right? Um, So the primary, like, cities that create the triangle is Abington, Freetown and Rehoboth. And so it kind of falls within those cities. Um, They've had everything from ghost huntings, cryptics, UFO sightings, satanic rituals and sacrifices, you name it. So some think that um, all of it stems from mistreatment of like native Americans in that region. And like, that was what sparked the bizarre occurrences. And uh, the start of this, or what they, the people who believe that, uh, the the war was considered, it was called King Philip's War. And so in uh, 1675 in Southeast Massachusetts, uh, it was known as the Plymouth Colony. And in uh, the summer of 1675, the North Americans rebelled against the English settlers. And so that's kind of obviously what sparked it. That's and shocking. King Philip, <laughs> right? <laughs> why are you so mad? Like, why are you mad, bro? <laughs> uh, King Philip was like the Native American leader at the time. And so, um, <clears throat> let's see. There, you know, there were so many people who were slaughtered, children, women, men that were all innocent. There were casualties of the war. And by the following August, King Philip, the Native American chief or or whatever he was actually referred to, uh, he was found, yeah, that dude, he was found in um, what's now known as Bristol, Rhode Island. And he was beheaded. And then they put his head on a spike, and they left it in front of Port Fort Plymouth for 20 years. How do, how do you think that held up? I feel like that seems reasonable. I feel like that could be a reasonable assumption for the cause of weird shit happening after the fact. I don't know why you'd think that. I would <laughs> I would definitely not haunt like, any I don't place. know why so much weird stuff's happening. We just have this head on a spike chilling here. For two decades, what's the big deal? That would not piss me off at all if someone did that to me. No way. Not at all. Yeah, so there was like 500 English deaths, but 3,000 Native American deaths, obviously, approximately. Um, And then the remaining Native Americans were taken in as slaves. I don't know why the Native Americans hate us. Yeah, I don't get it. so weird like we've had a great relationship with them from the start i've seen um actually you know what's really funny is (laughs) 
<laughs> is, is it really like not I, funny, but funny? Like they planned it that we're talking about the settlers and it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh my God. You did this on purpose. I actually didn't, but um, no, but I, I don't know if you've seen the meme is like on Columbus day or whatever. There's a really funny meme where it's like, um, let's celebrate. What does it say? Let's celebrate by walking into someone's house and telling them we live there now or something like that. I don't know. Seriously. That's basically what happened. No, we live here. I do love when people talk about, um, you know, when we came here or whatever, and and they're like, you guys are Indians, right? Because they thought it was India. They're like, no, we're not. And they're like, yeah, you are. Right? Like, (laughs) well, you are now. Such a profound thing for us to find this land, right? Like, we basically, we we stole it from people that were already here. But yeah, let's (laughs) be proud of that. That's good times. Oh, but um, so one of the biggest areas of activity is the Hockamock Swamp. And um, this area is home to the most consistent and compelling stories. Um, This covers the several towns because it's really big. It's it covers Easton. um, Let's see. uh, Raynham. Taunton, Bridgewater, West Bridgewater, and parts of Norton. So, and the word, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the one thing I do know about that the Hockamock, the Hockamock. And I only remember this because of the name Hockamock, because it just, it's fun to say, like it feels fun in my mouth. So then I remember (laughs) weird shit about it. So, how many other things feel fun in your mouth, (laughs) Darcy? Let's not talk about that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do remember listening to something about this and the early English colonists called it the devil swamp. So even like forever ago, it was known to be a bad place. Yeah. So Hockamock, the word actually comes from the Algonquin word that means the place where spirits dwell. Well, then Um, there you go. Right. And it's assumed that there's at least a thousand graves out there. Jesus Christ, um, that are over head. eight that are over eight thousand years old oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i'm almost the same age <laughs> it's crazy i can relate to all their aches and pains <laughs> i don't know why i have back pain <laughs> oh man let me tell you i got up off my couch this, this <laughs> evening and like i have i have a, a shitty back like i have since i was like 15 Wait, like literally shitty? Like, did you shit up your back? Yeah, or... okay. right up the back, like you know, like a toddler in their diaper. Yeah, that's all I'm think. That's all I'm picturing yeah. right now. <laughs> Do you need help cleaning it? I'm not going to help, but like, I can call your husband <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I stood up and it was like it like cracked in my lower back, and I was like, <gasps> and then I got up and I was like, weird. Like, I feel okay. Do you ever get super scared when like? You're like trying to stand up or lay down or like literally do any kind of physical activity. And yep, you feel- I, I, I get scared doing that. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that I alone know. scares me. But like you feel your back cracking and you hear popping almost like a, ris- uh, like like, a well, rice crispy treat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is this is how it's going to happen. Now I'm going to be paralyzed. So this is it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah, listening. when I heard that poppity pop in there, I was like, <gasps> What just yeah. happened? And I was like waiting to not be able to stand up without agonizing yeah. pain. And I was like, hey, I feel okay. I wonder what that was about. Yeah. Every time I'm like, oh, here we well, go. I'm obviously, be obviously, we relate to these 8,000 year old spirits. <sighs> yes. Duh. We have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So the uh, the Hockamock Swamp was actually very sacred to the Native Americans because um, it's said that it came. It, there's actually proof that it came initially as a glacier. So, um, at, and then at one point it obviously melted and it turned into the swamp that it is now. But when it became the swamp, they had this area that they could hunt in and, um, you know, it helped them when they were in battles or anything like that, because they knew the area and other people didn't. So, but, um, so people consistently report like an eerie feeling of being watched while they're out there, which reminded me of when you said you were at, um, Madame Chari. Madame Chari. Yeah. Like just feeling like somebody was watching you. Yeah. Um, And it's been, uh, a large area for people who are like cryptozoologists, which cool name. Wait, what (laughs) the fuck is that? Yeah. So I know I learned something new. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Cryptozoologists are like people who study like cryptics, like Bigfoot and and like all those things. That makes sense. So, um, so actually I wrote that here because I was like, well, new word. Um, but so some of the things that have been reported, some of the things that have been reported are Bigfoot, Mothman, or I don't, I mean, I didn't, what I was looking at didn't specifically state Mothman, but it did state like there was actually an, a police officer who stated that he saw a six foot tall bird just take off in the air and had like a 12 foot wingspan. But yeah. And there've been numerous people who've reported large birds, like, you know, kind of like pterodactyly kind of birds. Um, The one thing it was like giant cats, but it's described like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's a big kitty. But it's described as like an orange tabby. That's a little different. Like mountain lions are more sleek and, you know, so I guess if it truly looks like that, then yeah, that would be unusual. But definitely strange. Yeah. Um, but let's see. So there have been giant cats, red-eyed dogs, um, lots of Bigfoot reportings. We um, need to go find Bigfoot. I seriously like, and I, I actually was thinking about this earlier today. I was thinking about Bigfoot, and I'm like, I know that there's been videos like there's been a couple that i've seen here and there that i'm like that one's kind of like interesting or whatever Hmm. but i just was thinking like i don't know in the day that we're in with the cell phone technology we have how has nobody gotten like i know like i'm i mean bigfoot you know bigfoot you know i'm doubting he has i don't think he's hanging out in the woods like well with technology these days we have to be more careful (laughs) you know what i mean it just seems so far-fetched that something could be so elusive that even today we don't have definitive proof that it exists i know but my so i wear glasses which i not currently have on me i don't know what the fuck i did with them um probably because i've been drinking but um my eyeglasses case has a picture of bigfoot and it says believe because i want to believe i want to believe in you bigfoot oh that made me think of Mulder. It's fucking weird, but all right. The truth is out there. <laughs> That's what I always said. I loved Fox Mulder. I didn't watch X Files. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it. Right now. It's just me well, watching TV is like a hard thing because of my ADHD. So I'm like, this oh, show's cute. Too. Like, I watch TV, but I'm also doing something else at the same time. But exactly. So I never have any idea what's actually going on. 
my husband's always like, are you even paying attention? I'm like, I know everything that's happened. Okay. Oh, I literally know nothing. <laughs> I literally know nothing. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> So in 2003, there was an international cryptozoologist museum that was open, which um, we need to go. Okay. How have we not been there yet? I don't know. It's, it houses thousands of artifacts from cryptic animals, um, including, and it includes many plaster casts of Bigfoot footprints. We need to get our shit together, lady. We need to go there. We need to just quit our jobs and, and hunt for bigfoot i'm in let's do it we start monday so in regards to bigfoot um the state and local police in 1970 were tracking um and following what they thought was a bear however they would report that it was sometimes running on all four but also sometimes upright super weird i mean i do that Uh, sometimes in my yard oh my god (laughs) you just sounded like the devil (laughs) No, it just made me think of like, okay, I listened to, I'll do a little plug for like, not that he needs it because he has a shit ton of followers, but there's a podcast that I listen to. If you want to call it that, I actually listen to it on YouTube, but it's called Let's Read. And the guy like narrates like true stories from Reddit and stuff like that. And there is one that I was like dying over. <laughs> it's like so funny to like, usually they're scary, right? Like, like situations where someone was walking home alone and they like barely like made it out of a situation that could have been really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was like, um, they're always themed. Like he'll, he'll have like an hour of themed stories, you know? So um, this one that I, I just thought of because of this story was these girls were like going to a party in the woods or something. And I think they were like stoned. So obviously they were clearly tripping out. <laughs> you know how weed is. So um, I don't, I, I, they were, they, they were walking to this party or whatever. And they said they heard something in the woods. So they like stopped and they like, they, they like turned around and they're like, I know how this sounds <laughs> like in the story. They're like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it was actually really terrifying. And they said that when they turned around, there was a deer that was standing on its hind legs. And it was like looking at them like a person, like it was like looking at like, and it started like walking on its hind legs towards them. And they were like, what the hell is happening? And they both saw it. And they said another one was behind the tree on its hind legs. And it like looked around the tree. And I'm like, dude, would you not be freaking out if a deer was like on its hind legs? Like, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I would. But like, were, like they, were they like bucks? Was it hunting season? Like, I have was no it mating idea. season? Because maybe. I mean, if it was mating season and they were bucks, maybe they were just trying to get I wish their I could remember on. exactly how it was described. Because That's it, still it, scary. They though. made it sound like it was like, like as if they were talking to them. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. what are you doing? You know? It was funny, but that's what this bear on its hind legs running made me think of. Um, but <laughs> totally the same. Totally the same. <laughs> like you picture it like as if it was like just continuously running on its hind legs, which would be like it's one thing if they take a couple steps, you know, you kind of see right. that. Stuff, but, but they're supposed to be on all fours. Yeah, yeah. But so I guess one particular officer stated that it came to the back of his cruiser and lifted it off the ground. Jesus. Yeah. Um there was another man um in nineteen seventy and he went out to the swamp to explore. He said it was frozen. Um, 
and they had gotten out about a mile and a half out into the, the swampy area. Stella! <laughs> she needs some support. <laughs> she needs I need more alcohol for the name. <laughs> I have some extra. Do you want some? <laughs> I should have done shots. They're way faster and less calories. Seriously. Uh, although I probably wouldn't yes, be able to speak. Like, I can fan. barely speak now, but... <laughs> So this guy's going out in the woods. They're about a mile and a half out. And um, he said he heard like a kid scream and that there was a huge um, man, a hairy man at uh, across the lake and that a kid. Um, probably someone's grandpa. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Um, oh, well, so they were kids. So they were kids. So they were all kids, right? And all the kids were going out to explore. So there was like a handful of them. And they heard like a kid crying or whatever, one of the kids. And they ran out and there was this huge hairy man. And all the kids got a glimpse of him and they freaked out. And <laughs> and they still talk about it to this day, right? I know. I know this is so supposed to be scary, but like, all I'm picturing is someone's grandpa. Like, what the fuck are they? I know, the like problem? with his shirt off, ice fishing yeah. or something. I'm like, whoa. You know how kids are. <laughs> my so my grandfather is like well was he's passed away but he was a very very hairy man he was French yeah. and like if he, he took really? his yeah if he took his shirt off he looked like he was wearing a sweater so yeah, I'm like oh my god it was probably him I was like yeah I mean you really unless you have a really good description of somebody like forward facing height like it's like this could really be just a dude yeah he's just trying <laughs> to fuck a fish prior to all the like. <laughs> manscaping shit that happens now right like <laughs> jesus leave the poor guy alone yeah it's probably just some grandpa but he's <laughs> trying to enjoy nature and these kids are being obnoxious and screaming at him oh so <laughs> in the winter of 1978 uh this guy this guy is hilarious by the way like just because it's like he's just like a fake character like I swear because I was watching like a documentary and his accent is like god I was trying to pinpoint it it's almost like it's not like okay oh um I don't even know his name the actor that's in Portlandia do you know who I'm talking about the man he's like um shit I gotta find him is he the guy with the face I never even watched (laughs) Portlandia for whatever reason (laughs) it's all I can um so his name's Fred. How do you say his last name? Armston. I don't know how to say it. Hold on, let me see. Fred Armstead. Is he a white guy? He is a white guy, but it's A R M I S E N. Armstead. Also, Armstead. so he was in Anchorman. He was in. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. So he was in Parks and Rec too. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but he was in Parks and Rec, and he played like, um like the leader of some country and this accent that he had, <laughs> I swear to God, that's like what this guy sounds like. <laughs> so he, in the, in the winter of 78, he and his friend Wayne decided to go explore the woods. Fucking Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> so typical. Don't go into the woods with Wayne. Don't ever go <laughs> to the woods with Wayne. <laughs> um, and this was around Claybank pond. He says that, he was facing one direction and that he heard like in his head and he emphasized that he doesn't hear people talk to him usually. I mean, same sometimes though. (laughs) And he said that he heard something tell him to to turn around and look. 
And he said to himself, why? You know, and he, he says that he then heard turn around and you'll see. So when he turned around, he saw a large hairy creature on the opposite side of the pond. He said to, he told Wayne to turn around and look, but by the time they both looked, it was gone. So this guy was so invested in this after this, that he started a, um, a team, I guess it was the BTET, which was the Bridgewater Triangle Expedition Team. And he started that in 1985. And I was dying because I'm watching this documentary, right? <laughs> and this guy's talking about the team he started, right? He's like, so I started this team. They show a picture of him like back then, right? Like young mm -hmm. him. He's got two guys next to him. Their faces are blurred out, right? Probably don't want to be involved. So their faces are blurred out. And he's like, I started this team. I don't remember the names, but we'll just call him Joe Smith and whatever. He's like, so I started this team in 85 with Joe Smith and John Franks. And it's like in this picture, these guys with blurred out faces. And I'm like, well, that's, that's irrelevant now. Did they lose their faces? <laughs> it's like, they were, it was like computerized blurred out. And, oh. and he's there just giving out their full name on, on the internet. <laughs> Which I thought was so good. Like, why'd I'm, you blur out their faces if you're going to just give us their names? Yeah, he he definitely kept their identities anonymous there. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> after uh, many unsuccessful expeditions... Um, what? Unsuccessful? I know, bummer. You've got to be kidding me. I know. Um, it dissolved, but then he went on to create the Paranormal Investigation Organization. Um... So, yeah, he, oh, man, <laughs> he was something else. But so that's as much as I was able to get on Bigfoot <laughs> there. Uh, but I definitely want to try to find him. So yes. then the birds, right? So these are, they called them gigantic rap raptors, also known as thunderbirds, which fucking awesome name. Thunderbirds. I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, isn't I that it. a car? A thunderbird? Yeah, it is. I never had yeah. one, but I'm just saying. Like, wasn't it in Greece? Didn't someone in Greece have the Thunderbird? <laughs> oh, baby. I think like the movie, the movie Greece. This is where my brain goes. I don't fucking know who in Greece has a Thunderbird. <sighs> like Greece Lightning. Come on. <laughs> I don't think Greece Lightning was Thunderbird. It's been a while since I've been over there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just a couple days. <laughs> Maybe we like should be drinking this. <laughs> oh man. I so I had, I had obviously already talked about the officer that saw it, but there's been multiple yeah. other people that have claimed to see these large mammoth sightings of birds and the cats on steroids. Um so one that I wanted Why are, to ask like, you about all these animals just like exceptionally large. That's what I want. I like know. these big dogs and cats and You're birds. Right. Yeah, because they. So there was one story of um, someone who had stumbled upon a big black and gray dog with red eyes that was apparently like shredding two large horses. So he's fucking hungry. I, I know. You know. I could have ate a whole cow today. I was hungry. Well, and a lot of these obviously are like from like the seventies and eighties. So it does make me wonder, like. People were on drugs all the time. Stuff. Huh? People were on drugs all the time. <laughs> well, so one of the things that I didn't get to um, look up much of that I wanted to, and I was curious if you've heard much of them, but um, people also have 
reported sightings of what are they? Pudgewalkies? Yeah, I puck puck wedgies. Puck wedgies, puck wedgies. Yeah, yeah. They're like some sort of creature. I don't know. Like from everything I can find, they sound like <laughs> they sound like um like leprechauns with beer guts. <laughs> yeah, because they're like they're they're small, right? They're like under five feet, which. I'm not much over five feet, but so I That's could be a puck wedgie. I don't know, but yes, yeah, so this is a puck wedgie is a human like creature of Wampanoag folklore, uh, said to be two to three feet tall. I'm trying to see what, um, cause I was reading something about, let's see. Oh, Aren't they like kind of like trolls or something? Yeah. Like, like that's they, what I gather. Like that's what it looks like. And I heard that they, uh, Oh yeah, they they can like steal children and stuff. They can create fire or orbs to lure lure people into the deep woods to their doom. Who sees a fire in the woods and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go investigate that. Let me just go listen to the creepy woods of Hockamock Swamp. Yeah. Oh yeah, so this says Freetown is a state park located in Fall River. Fall River, Mass. Island rumors. Because of Lizzie Borden. The yes. puck wedgies put an even darker strain on the town's history. Fucking puck wedgies. Uh, let's see. I want to see one. I want to um, see a wedgie. Yeah, I that doesn't shit. I don't want it to like lure me into the woods and burn me or something. But other Sounds than that. Like a lot of stuff there that I want to see with my yeah. own eyeballs. My own two balls. Eyeballs, I mean. We're going to have to plan a day. Where we go there looking for Bigfoot. We're going to go Bigfoot and puck wedgie hunting. But so, yeah, so that's uh, everything I have for the area. Although there's a lot, but I knew I couldn't okay. cover all of it. So I just did my best. But um, I don't know if, do you have a missing person that we want to cover? Oh, shit. I was not prepared. Way to go. I know. You're welcome. Let's see. Do you want me to get one? one? I can can find one real quick. Hang on. Please hold. All right. So today we have April Bailey. Her current age would be 39. She went missing from Nashua, New Hampshire on January 15th of 2020. So her age at the time was 36. Um, At the time that she went missing, she was described as wearing pajama pants and slippers. She has black hair, blue eyes. She was 5'3 and 130 pounds. Um, she's a white female. Uh, she was last seen outside her residence during the evening hours and family and friends have not heard from her since the above date, which is the January 15th, 2020. So completely seems to have disappeared from Nashua, New Hampshire in the evening, out, was outside her residence and has not been seen since then. So if anyone has any information regarding her disappearance, you are encouraged to call the New Hampshire uh, missing persons line and their telephone number is 603-223-3859. I know I was thinking I'm going to put that number and stuff in the info box. Cause I forgot to for the last one. I'm going to update it so that they're in there. Yeah, we should. But um, yeah, so that's all I have for this one. It's a little shorter than the last ones, but it's fun. That's okay. It was a fun one. It's a good one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. Thanks, Darcy. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.